episode four. Episode four. Kind of like two to some, but that's fine. Or uh, one to others. I don't know if we should start titling them. Like Not yet. Not yet. We'll but we call, call it episode four. Episode four of the Heavyweight Podcast. The we should, he- we yes. should say that. The Heavyweight Podcast. <laughs> um, this is your boy, Stutter McFly, along with... Mr. Kevin Ellis, Kevin Wendell. That's what we're going. Yeah, that's what we go with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Wendell works. So, uh, got some stuff to talk about. Um, Mm. We're gonna start light and work our way to. It's light, but it's heavy though. It's heavy. (laughs) It's heavy depending (laughs) on who you are. Yeah. Um, So the Lakers lost. Yeah, Clippers fans are loving this, ain't they? (laughs) They, they can only. They might be only loving it momentarily, depending on how tomorrow goes. Yeah, I think it's sad. They gotta. Get their victories off of our losses. That's cool, though. Have it. I mean, they're struggling. Uh, he's not making it easy. No, no, um, uh, little, little bird. Yeah, he's not. He's not making it. He's not making it easy whatsoever. So, but we giving him too much shine. Yeah. Um, I wasn't that mad this year. That seems weird, huh? I get it. Because if you look at how the Lakers kind of went about the season, it was sketchy. For me, like I when I would watch, it was like, yeah, they're the defending champs, but I don't feel like they're the defending champs because it feels like they just kind of. Uh, I know what it was. You know what it was. They saw Brooklyn assemble and they went. Fly <laughs> <laughs> <"Fuck>, doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You could have it, Kawhi. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, LeBron knew. Let's be honest. If the Brooklyn loses this year, it's, it'll be a shocker. I they agree. They better not lose. With what they have assembled, they better not lose. Yeah, they can outscore anybody. Like I don't think there's a defense out there that can stop. But their biggest three. issue is defense. So, score so. 180. The yeah. other team won't. <laughs> well, yeah, back to the Lakers. Um, uh, Kuzma's gone. Yeah. Uh. Uh, what about Mr. Glass? He's they gave him too much. He's staying. But he didn't. He hasn't signed, has he? Yeah. He, 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 he yeah. Kuzma's oh, gone. KCP's gone. Yeah, uh, he needed to be gone. THT's gone. Everybody's gone except them. Well, that gives me some hope already. Hope we'll probably go back and get Ingram somehow. It's like we should have never let him go. I'm wearing his socks actually right now. That's some shit. But we should have never left him. Let him go. But they didn't want Kuzma. I defended him, too. I defended Kuzma. I never rock with Kuzma. I always defended him. Because he was on the squad, and I'm just like, ah. I can't rock with Kuzma. <laughs> he's, been, he's been phoning it in too much. He got he got the feeling himself after that rookie year where he, he did better than Lonzo. Yeah, okay. And they were like, oh, he's better than Lonzo, so we'll keep Kuzma, get rid of Lonzo. I, so? I didn't like Lonzo. Derek Fisher's better than Lonzo, but I'm not going to call him back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. So, uh, I don't. Do you feel that with the loss, it took anything away from LeBron, or do you just get why LeBron was gassed and and tired and uh, looked like he was exhausted, ready to uh, put a nail in that season? Kinda, but not really. The only reason—that's such a stupid ass answer. But the only reason I'm like, give him a little bit of a pass is like he by himself. 
He was by, he by himself. himself. But yeah, he's not old. He, I mean, he's no spring chicken. He's he's, yeah. he's, he's quite old. He's one through thirty-seven. <laughs> Maybe that's what was happening <laughs> on the sideline. He just realized, like, what am I gonna run for? Yeah, what am I gonna run for? I'm I'm almost forty. Yeah. <laughs> that probably hit him on the side. I'm almost forty. Like I can't keep doing this. Yeah. Look at this twenty-six-year-old just laying on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But it's tough to say with purple and gold, man. Kobe kind of he hurt whoever comes after him. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't phone it in. This is true. You can't phone it in. So um, he set a standard. I guess moving on from that, where do you want to move on to? Because I, I, there's not really that much you can say about the Lakers. No, it's upsetting, but whatever. Go ahead and have it, Clippers fans. I don't care. You better do something. <laughs> yeah, they ain't. <laughs> Brooklyn exists. I get it. But, it but don't they even better matter. leave it out the first round. What's Kawhi going to do? Lock up? Yeah, anyway, we'll get yeah. to that. Uh, I think we just roll into a lot of it's uh, on the mental health, mental health plane, so... We should run down that, I think. Uh, mental health specifically on a person, or are we just doing a general and, and leading up to the like for like for particular people that we're dealing with mental health? So, should we start? With, I'll, we'll start with this young lady, okay? Because yeah, this is a this is a good way to get into it. Uh, Naomi Osaki, you don't know much about her, you see? No, I do not. I don't follow don't tennis. Don't follow tennis like that. Not most people don't. Yeah. <laughs> Other than Serena and Venus, I don't. I will. I won't lie to you. I don't know much past. It. But she's a actually she's a young Japanese player, which I don't think she should be. She was born in Japan, but moved here when she was like three. Okay. But she's like a little black girl, mixed girl. Okay. And number two in the world, I believe it's the French Open. I'm probably wrong, but it's one of the big events. Mm-hmm. And she pulled out. From the whole event, because she didn't want to do the interview. She was talking about the interview. She's like, I have battled with depression. I have anxiety, and I'm not good with crowds. And I've paid all of these fines that you guys keep fighting me for, because I don't want to do the interviews. Mm-hmm. So instead of making this a spectacle, I'm going to just back out. Which, in turn, makes it a spectacle. But right, I think it's a power move, which is a good power play, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know what you think about that. I think not necessarily knowing anything about her personally, I feel like it's a good thing to have to be able to identify um, what is going to cause you to either have your anxiety or your depression worsened by dealing with certain things. Because I know when you're in the public light, and people are picking you apart, and you make one little mistake, and they're uh, criticizing you. And like all these people don't have a damn clue of what it takes to yeah. be at this caliber of a, a an athlete or an artist. And there's people just sitting here picking you apart for everything you do. So I get and think it's a great move to identify something and be able to say, you know what, I know where this is gonna go. I'm just going to step out. I don't want to deal with the interviews because I already know what you're going to pick yeah. apart. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And then I get it. Now, yeah. let me ask you this. Do you think she should be punished as they, how they find people? I don't think you should be punished. I mean, granted, um, necessarily when you're getting into it, when you sign, you know, the contracts or, or you agree to be in the, in the, in that position, I grasp that that comes with the territory, but at the same token, you're, 
human. You're human, and yeah, you have to deal with. <laughs> Sometimes you should be a lot of days off. You're, you're you have to deal with the public, and no one is going to deal with that for you. You have to deal with that. I mean, they're not going to be there to uh, uh, hold your hand when you have to deal with the being uh, crucified or or uh, tore down for any mistakes you make. So I think at the end of the day, yeah, there should be a, a, a area of saying, you know what, that's understandable. You don't want to deal with that. We grasp that your your mental health is way more important than us just having an interview from you. But that's that's part of the bottom dollar. That's the hard part. Yeah. I mean, again, I it's like I get it. You guys need these people to be the face. Mm-hmm. But but at what cost? Yeah, because you have to. It's it's very hard, especially you said she was twenty two, twenty two, twenty three, something. She's really young. to be able to identify that at that age is is a. Uh, accomplishment in itself because a lot of people can't identify what makes them yeah. sad or 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 it's going to affect them to the point that they know that they're going to have to deal with that and 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 you know a lot of people are uh pick themselves apart or their own worst critics behind closed doors they pick yeah, themselves apart absolutely. they feel like they made that mistake they're stupid for making that mistake so i get it like i i, I commend anyone who can identify things like their mental health and knowing that it's important because at the end of the day you do all this shit to make you happy, to make you money, and if at the end of the day you can't be happy while making your money, yeah. then what the fuck's the point? Yeah, she just wants to play tennis. Yeah. I get it. And they uh they took the fines away from her, which is funny, but she's like, I'm backing out. I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. And I think other athletes are doing that now. Which is I think it's dope. I, I think it's a it's a great thing. I yeah. think it's crazy that we didn't see it before. Mm-hmm. Like Ricky Williams used to walk out in the locker room with his helmet on doing interviews because he couldn't stand people like being up in his face. I grasp it. Like they think he stopped for smoking weed. It's like, no, he stopped because this was insane and it was going to drive him crazy. And I, I, I completely sympathize, empathize. I get it. You, you're just, you're just doing this to play the sport. You love the sport. And yeah, now you have to deal with a bunch of people who you don't know asking all kind of crazy off the wall questions. And, yeah, I actually think this kind of leads to the point you had about identifying. Yeah, being able to identify your anxiety or your depression triggers, um, I think that's important. I mean, recently I started going to therapy, and it, it, it was very important because um, I'd had an episode this earlier this year where I ended up in a um, in the ambulance, rushed to the ER. Because I was freaking out and anxiety. everything hit me and anxiety triggered and my heart rate went skyrocket and they thought that I was um going to have a heart attack because I was just freaking the fuck out. Could have. And to know and, you know, going through therapy, you realize you have to realize what those stress triggers are, those things, is it what triggers you to hit that point. And I think it's important to identify because sometimes you have no clue of what's triggering your... uh. Yeah, it was making you what make it's making you hit that freak point. out. Yeah, so you want to be able to identify that so you can stay away from it. like the tennis player did. Like to be able to say, you know what, I know what's going to cause it. I'm not even going to go that yeah. that path. So and she made sixty mils till she could pay yeah. the fines. So, we we all can't, but it it's it took me a long time to figure out how to do that. I I did it in a weird way, but we <laughs> I don't know if I should go down that road. I mean, <laughs> we're all human here, like you said. Uh, well, no, I've I've told people like I've, I think a lot of it happened when I was living in Washington, out in the 
forest. Mm -hmm. And like, that's kind of how I learned to do hallucinogens properly. Okay. And like, that kind of made me go inward and like just explore myself. Like, when you say hallucinogens, mushrooms. Mushrooms. And an occasional acid. (laughs) You didn't do peyote? Nah, nah. I've heard some shit about that. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I've heard some. Oof. Anyway. But I think, like, there was one particular time I kind of, like, I feel like I floated off. And, like, I was all messed up doing stupid stuff. And uh, it kind of, like, it was weird. It felt like I saw the future. I know this sounds insane. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything... That I saw in that, like, happened. But it only happened because of my actions. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, shit. Maybe that's what that was, was kind of like, hey, you need to check yourself. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, like, because if you do this, you do this, you do this, this is what's going to happen. I did this, 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 and this. Guess what? That happened. Right. And that kind of made me, like, check myself a lot more. And it was just like, okay, you got to figure out what gets you to where. So you're not, like... I guess you'd be harming people around you. Because mm-hmm. just with you exploding and doing all this stuff, you're harming the people around you and not just yourself. Because when you're doing that, you're hurting them, you're hurting yourself, and it's, it's a whole messed up thing. Oh. So that's kind of how I started to go on that venture of figuring myself out, I guess. That's vastly different. Stress triggers and anxiety triggers and... <laughs> I don't want to advocate. <laughs> hey, go get some mushrooms. Go out in the woods. <laughs> but even uh, transitioning from uh, the to being able to identify them is um also being able to identify what makes you happy. Yeah. And and and, and being able to hold on to the things that make you happy, and uh, that that gets you in better moods because a lot of times uh, uh, I think we lose track or sight of what keeps us going and makes us happy than. Therefore, you start going down the rabbit hole and end up in depression. Yeah. And you you feel like you can't get out of it. So you have to be able to identify those things that make you happy. And even sometimes those things that are no longer making you happy to be able to find something that keeps you going. Yeah. And it's, I think, because depression's weird. And it's one of those things where it's like you got to find the small victories, I yep. guess, if you make sense. Like, all right, so you woke up. Dope. Mm-hmm. Brush my teeth. All right. Take the little things and just let them build up. But it's yeah. you guys, it's a tough cycle when you're in it. And it's a, it's a slow process, but it's a, it's a necessary process. Because if not, like I said, then you can spiral the opposite way if you don't be, or if you're not able to identify the, the small victories or the, or the, the, the small happinesses that you made it same. Yeah, right? but the problem within our community is black people. That's yeah. where I'll go with that. Is it's not okay to be depressed. Yeah, and, and if it's you, not okay if to go to help, therapy. If you seek help, you're looked at as weak somehow. It's getting better, and people are starting yeah. to realize, you know, oh no, this is probably makes sense. Everybody's your therapist has a therapist. Like, get out of here. Yeah, and I think that's very important because <sighs> in our communities, we tend to shun it. I remember growing up, if you heard anybody was seeking therapy or anything, they were seen as crazy, weak, or you know, why are you wasting money on something like that? And like when you see it and you realize that. It, it needs to be addressed. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm just laughing. Because now it's like, when you see somebody with therapy, it's like, oh, you got money. Yeah. Before, <laughs> before it used to be, uh, 
Oh, why are you wasting money now? It's oh, you got money to be able to afford it. So you better than us. You're like, yeah. shut up, man. Just go get a damn therapist. You'll understand why. And then on, even <laughs> in that, in our communities, when we speak about black communities, for the longest time, it was it was uh, looked down on or frowned upon to to, to see uh, the homosexuality in our uh, communities, mm-hmm. and now it's. That's so stupid. It still is. Yeah, it's still there. It's just, it's not as bad as it is. It's getting better. I don't know. Sometimes you talk to these fools and you're like, what did you say? Why would you say that? <laughs> yeah. Why are you saying that? Like, you you know what people are saying about you? It's yeah. the same shit. So stop. Don't do that. And we got some of the best gay people out there. It's true. But like, it's we're true. winning. <laughs> like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, very true. But are you telling me you, you mad at your cousin? I feel like at the end of the day... <laughs> Um, crazy. Love is love no matter who you love. Um, yes. At the end of the day, what someone else does doesn't affect you. Well, um, happy, Pride they... Month. happy Pride Month first. Oh, yeah. Happy Pride Month. Yeah, we got it. And I forgot. We, we should have said that. Solidarity. I'm I push for anybody who's, who's trying to live them, be them and be the best yeah. definition of themselves. So, um, yeah. I feel like you love who you love. And who am I to tell you who you can and cannot love? Well, yeah. I'm not going to judge you for you who you want to love. Um, I feel well, like it, people use the Bible to man. try to battle that. It's people crazy. People use the Bible for everything. Well, yeah, for the their KKK own is like, based off the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody uses shit for their own agenda. And at the end of the day, I feel like life is too fucking short. Live your life. Love who you want to love. And live it to the fullest because you're not promised tomorrow. True. Um, I feel like in our community, it's constantly been shunned, but I think we have to do a better job amongst ourselves as black people to be able to to uh, embrace your oh. your your fellow uh, human human and say, you know what, live your life. Don't fucking make them feel bad or look at them sideways for trying to do what they yeah. what makes them happy. I used to like go to a lot of gay bars, like a lot. Of I've bars. been to. Oh, I've been to millions. I might. Millions. I, I was. I don't know where the hell Mike Sue is, but Mike used to take me what, to some the, ranch, the menagerie. The menagerie. Uh, like, I've never shit. been in the menagerie. How he, was it? It was interesting because there was a bunch of motherfuckers dancing on the uh, on the table, like go go style. Like go go. Oh yeah, like, they the, get it the, in with the fairy uh, get it wings, in. and they were dancing, and we we're just like, you want to hear something funny? Okay. I can tell you a story about one of these guys. I was at this <laughs> gay bar in uh, uh, Capitol Hill, Washington, and it was a. Uh, a raffle or big event they were doing. They were raffling off bartenders and like the all that. Mm-hmm. It was for like to raise money for AIDS and stuff, kids with AIDS and all that. And they raffled off one of the uh, the uh, go go guys who was dancing, walking around dancing in booty shorts and serving drinks. <laughs> and it was hilarious because he was up there looking miserable. Like they he got most of the money. They offered the most for him. Mm-hmm. Miserable. He came to bring our drinks. So I was like, Hey man, you ain't gay, are you? <laughs> <laughs> like he was like, oh my god, thank you so much for noticing. You know, it's like you looked miserable up there. Shit. I was just dying. I was like, well, good sport. I'm glad that you did that because you raised a ton of money, but you did not look happy doing it. They did it on purpose because they knew he wasn't gay, and he yeah. was just like, I was like, here, man, just come have fun. You making money? Just enjoy it. There was a lot that happened that I actually got hit on by a bear at that place. By what? A bear. Oh. You know what a bear is? Uh, burly, burly man. Okay, yeah. 
That's what I believe. But he put his stomach on me on the pole. And he was like, hey, hey you're kind of cute. And I was like, cool, man, thanks. I was like, are oh, you in gay? And I was like, nah. And he just like, let me, let me go. That happened. That That's happened. what's up. But love who you want to yeah. love. And uh, I wasn't mad. I was flattered. It's all love <laughs> um, at the end of the day. Um, and that's uh, not, a, not a PSA from the Heavyweight Podcast. But, yeah, we, we're all for uh, yeah, solidarity, li- unity, and uh, happy Pride Month. Yeah, like, that was my roommate. He was a gay young man. It was funny because in the Navy we were doing something and they uh, we were talking about something and it got real gay. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, the lady that was working as an outside contractor turned around and was like, oh, he's gay? And we were like, yeah. And, like, you guys are all cool with that? I was like, yeah, why wouldn't we be? And she's like, oh, that's what's up. I like that. And then went about her day. <laughs> and I was like, I like that interaction. That's, that's how it should always be. So, um, transitioning from there, uh, sexuality, we're going to talk about uh, the human body as a, as a father's trying to stay fit. Our kids. Oh no, don't. Uh, I saw on your Instagram the other day or yesterday actually, you were uh, working out. You didn't have to see, you didn't see me sit down. (laughs) (laughs) My legs hurt. (laughs) They hurt, hurt. Uh, uh, But yeah, uh, it's important to be fit when you, especially when you have young ones, uh, because you will realize real quick how out of shape you are uh, when. They're they're running around and expect you to have all this energy and you do not have it. Yeah, I'm gonna give a PSA real quick if you don't mind. Sure. If you have toddlers, remember when you do leg day, don't let the kids jump on your legs. Cause Kendall was jumping all over my legs yesterday, and I cried. <laughs> I cried. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, very important to stay active. Uh, I, sometimes I find myself doing like random things, even on top of working out, like doing things like where I'll do push-ups with my kids, where I'll use them as a uh, weights, weights, and do like free weights, lifting them or something, just to 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 get them incorporated in the workout. So it's fun for them. They're like, hey, we're helping dad work out. Yeah. Um, swimming's good. I can't swim. I mean, you just get in the pool and float. like run. You run in the water. Have you ran in the water? I have. You're not five feet tall. Most pools are five feet. So you can do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, it's, it's important to be in shape. But it's hard. It's hard to stay it's in hard. shape. It's hard to even find the time. Yeah, that's that's why it's important to I try to incorporate things like I, I try to do the the walking with the family or uh, like they love to go to the park so I'll go to the park and maybe I'll bring the dog and I'll go do laps while they they're at the playground or mm. so it's like it's it's important. I was gonna ask you to be on the slides and shit. Hell no, <laughs> I can't fit on them damn slides. Uh, <laughs> but it it is important to stay active to be active. Um, uh, if in the comment section, if, if you're listening, if you you have any ideas or want or have questions for the next podcast about ways to stay active, uh, go ahead and leave a comment. Yeah, ask away. Ask away. Uh, or if you have 
ideas and advice, go ahead and share them with us or other people. Yeah, let Same me thing with everything too, else, yeah. the, 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 the mental health and all that stuff. Anything you want to share, go ahead and leave a comment. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll address it and then talk about it the next podcast. What's all the bullshit you got to do? To, please like and subscribe. Like and subscribe and, uh, and all, all that. that. Listen, just listen. That's what I'm on. Like I'm one of the, I'm terrible at this shit. This uh, what's it called? The the, the media the part networking. Like I'm then yeah. I don't. Is that what it is? It's technically networking, just because you're trying to uh, network amongst other content creators and uh, and and possibly uh, extend the olive branch or, or or to receive help and, and feedback back, and then you know maybe you tap into somebody else's audience and. Maybe you start to grow your own audience off of, you know, feedback. Yeah. So. Okay. I think uh, you want to roll to uh, roll to some hip hop shit. Yeah, let's, let's do some hip hop. We ain't done no hip hop shit. I sent you something the other day. I don't know if you remember. What happened to the third verse? You tapped on that with J Cole's album. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, I do recall this. Okay, I was like, let me see because. Yes. Um, I think it was Crooked Eye who Crooked was Crooked Eye did that. share this. He said, uh, you know, uh, dear uh, third that? verse, I miss you yeah. or something. And it's very true. I, we've talked about this before. I didn't even last think podcast. about it. J. Cole's uh, mixtape album, where the fuck that was. <laughs> Which, by the way, ask yourself this. Are you still listening to that shit? All these people that dubbed it the classic, are you still listening to it three weeks later? I'm still punching the clock. <laughs> Give me punching the clock. <laughs> anyway, I do notice that this seems to be a going trend in hip hop now, where the songs are shortening to two verse uh, songs. Shit, I even when I rapped over like a few uh, instrumentals, I realized that most of them are structured in that way, and I didn't even think about it. But I do, I do notice it. Um, Is that the machine or the artist? I think it's a, a combination. I think that the machine is saying they need the songs to be shorter uh, for the attention span of the listeners. And oh, because TikTok's killing them? Yeah, because like right now it's a two and a half to three minute song is now the norm when it used to be like maybe four and a half to five. Now it's three minutes and less. Yeah. So. I, I think Lloyd Banks just put out an album like that though. Yeah, Lloyd Banks literally said, we're doing Banks, it, we're yeah. keeping it old school. We're going to do three verses all the way through. Yeah. And then he was, I heard him talking to Joe Budden about getting him on a, um, a song out of retirement, which I really hope happens. I did it. it is, it's not on the album. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <sighs> no, Joe's making money. He's like, I'm not going to rap right now. I want to see him rap again. You think Barry Bonds going to show up to the home run derby? I hope so. <laughs> I would I love to see that. I would love to see uh, the, 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 the grace of yesteryear come back to uh, things that I love uh, oh, to man. enjoy. I shouldn't have used Barry Bonds. They ain't going to allow that nigga back. Yeah. <laughs> but it is uh, an ongoing thing, and um, I'm I'm saddened by it just because it feels like, which I get, it's a hybrid of it now. It's, it's trying to get the best content in a shorter period of time, but at the same time, I feel like it takes away. Now. Especially if the artist doesn't know how to Let me ask you this. Way. Yeah, what about... Some of these artists, would you want to hear it? No, I do. Uh, that, yes, when it's, <laughs> when, it, when it's a Kendrick, a Cole, a Drake, a Jay, uh, um, Masters of the Craft. Yeah, when they do it, yes, I want to hear as much content as possible on song. 
when it's some other some of these other cats, I was watch I was watching something earlier on YouTube. I don't I can't recall the artist's name. But no, I won't say that. It was the song was called like Foot Fungus or something I like don't, that. I don't and I heard I don't it know and this. I said, Oh my god. Uh this Foot Fungus? It was something like Was it Foot Dr. Fungus. Show's commercial? That's uh, awful. And when I heard the song, it was only because it was like a part of a TikTok dance song. Ah, okay. So I was curious to see what the actual full song sounded like. And it was horrible. Yeah, so it didn't even need a first verse. It didn't need a first verse. That was something I would not want to hear yeah. again or in its entirety, just in the snippets that you get from TikTok. Now think about this on the flip side. Without the third verse, you could play the entire song in the club. That's true. Sometimes. Because I even see now, uh, what I come across is the whole only playing 30 seconds to a minute of a song. And then mer- uh, mixing into something else and then mixing into something else. Oh, that's else. some ADD shit. Yeah, and that kind of kills it for me, but I do see it a lot where you get into a song, you you can't wait to hear the second or third verse. And like they start already switching and, and, and fading into another song. And you're like, God, God damn it. Damn. Like, hey, everybody got to get off those pills, man. That's just... It is. It is the norm. Uh-huh. So I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so keep keep keeping with the theme of music because we touched oh. on this last week. So I figured I would since we're talking about music, quality over quantity since it's in all the same ballpark. Um, what do you mean though? I'm gonna give you. Artist, and I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the audience and you. Since we're I, like I told you last time, Drake has been putting out music constantly. Yeah, he never stops. Never stop. J Cole just put out something. Twelve, a song, eleven songs because one was already from a year ago. Um, he put out twelve songs or eleven songs. J, Drake's constantly putting it out there, even though. Some would say Drake's quality is is good. I sometimes I would just feel like it's just more He's of the time. Um, do you feel quality is winning over quantity right now? So, like, for instance, between the Drake and J Cole comparisons, because they're always going to be compared. Do you feel like in between the two of them, Drake is winning because he's putting out so much more? Content and I, don't, I feel like that's a hard comparison because I I'm on one of those who like Drake's quality is not bad. It's not bad, but at the same token, when it's, that comparison to where like J Cole has seemed like his, his immediate attention is on being the goat. And is he fair? Like, cause he's half R and B. I think it's still. I fair. guess that's what rap is turned yeah, into now. Because like, if you pop, look at most of J Cole's shit, he's usually singing, singing now stuff, or yeah. melodic. So. And that and that comparison. Well, Ooh. I'm gonna say something. Some people won't like Drake shitting on J Cole right now. Okay, I I agree, but I believe Drake is shitting on J Cole because uh, his consistency isn't bad. Like it's not the highest quality it could be, oh, yeah. but it's it's consistent. We're we're not longing for Drake because Drake is constantly going on yeah. here. Okay. Whereas J Cole comes out and that. Has a lot to be desired. I feel when you listen to it, it's like, oh man. But he's not like that's why I'm like torn with it because I'm like Drake's not putting out bullshit. Yeah, he's not putting out bullshit. But I, a lot of the shit is is a. Uh... But that's why Certified Lover Boy has to be the shit. 
Because if Certified Lover Boy hits and it's trash, I don't then does the does think, all the quantity? I guess it matters at that point. I think if you keep a constant ear or a constant uh, ear to the street or a constant uh, song to the street, when you come out with stuff, it's going to be received. Differently, people are gonna accept it more. Accept it more because they're going. I've been rocking with Drake this whole time. So yeah, but whatever what if he, he comes, comes out, out with, with some crazy shit. Out of Drake is too smart for him. He's yeah, because he likes yeah, he likes dollars. He, he likes he, li- he likes success, and it's evident, especially who he um does a lot of these um these duo pair yeah. projects with. It's evident he like he he attaches himself to what's popular, and then he rides that wave, but he still keeps his. His stamp on it. Yeah. So like you got the the like what is it the Dirk Dirk little baby all that yeah little baby uh that the future project all that like when he him and Chris Brown etc like all these songs that he keeps releasing I think it gives him the edge in that comparison with with like like the likes of J Cole now what if Kendrick drops and just destroys but it? that's the thing if Kendrick comes out then the, I guess we have to revisit that because if. If Kendrick comes out next month with something and that shit's crazy, because you know he's coming off the wall, it ain't yeah. gonna be the you. I'm like, what the fuck is this for? I think the first list is gonna be like, yo, yeah. what is he doing? And then you go go back and go, oh, he's killing him. And I feel like that's <laughs> when we, we have to come back and, and uh, analyze when Kendrick drops something. But I say in the comparison between Drake and Cole, Drake is definitely well. Then in this Cole. this instant, then that means. Quality, quality, quantity quantity is killing quality. Yeah. Where I feel like it might not be the same when when Kendrick drops. It might definitely yeah. you're gonna see the quality definitely. Have that might be why quantity. they're putting out more. Cause yeah. like I like the young kids, little baby Dirk, yeah. the baby, all them. They're like, hey, Kendrick's coming. I feel like they know. <laughs> I, I, come on, like every one of his past projects, they're they're uh, they're very memorable. They stick. You can watch all them go on tour. Come summer, like, oh, we ain't putting out music. I'm just going on tour because yeah. Kendrick's coming. <laughs> they know it. So, so right. we'll see. I think that's a good revisit. That's a good revisit. But for now, we're going to say quality is, uh, yeah. quantity is definitely being quality within the comparison to Drake. Definitely. Um, Shit, even the young cats are putting out. They're putting out a lot of content. Yeah. And, uh, J. Cole's on tour tracks right Who now. Who was it? Uh, Dirk and Lil Baby just put out an album today. Yeah. With like, was it like 18 songs or some shit? And I, I or yesterday. Know. It's sad. I'm tripping. I, we, get, we get what you mean. They, they don't know what day it is. Um, they're probably going to listen to this till Sunday or Monday. So they're not, they, we, we get what you're saying. We get what you're saying. Um, from, that's, I think that's all I have over Oh, here. well, if we're in the hip-hop world, I remember we should stick with this, staying with that. Mm-hmm. With the is it more dangerous now than it was back in the nineties? Oh, that's right. Um, I feel because I feel like rappers are getting capped off every other week. Now I feel like it's dangerous because it's not just uh, violent; it's uh, drugs. Uh, oh, they went I didn't from even think the, about the, that. Being the uh, the dealers to the users, I didn't even think about that. So it's dangerous on. Multiple fronts. Yeah, because now you got them using all these crazy ass drugs, and yeah. they're ODing and not just getting killed in the street. They're ODing off of some shit, and yeah. and like so. I think it's dangerous just for the fact well, it's not just. And they're even the talking about it in their music though about how addicted they are. And yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm addicted, but I'm gonna keep. That's this. That's where mental health and getting a the therapist yeah. will come in handy on that. 
Like you can't just be like, well, I'm addicted to it and just keep on going. Like you're gonna die. That's how it works. Unfortunately, I hate to say it that way, but that's how that works. And I do feel like that's where we're at. I feel like um, they've just accepted it. They've uh, grown. I think that's what they came up on, and that's what they believe is the life they're trying to lead. And no one, everyone around them is doing the same thing, and no one's there to say, hey, step back. You like, can die, man. Yeah, you can die from this. Step back. Like, um, like get some help. Like, it's more like, hey, man, fuck it. You know, YOLO, and then they all, sudden, they're gone. Yeah. And then we're talking about, oh, man, you know, RIP so-and-so. And it's like, damn, if that, these people around them have to have those those no man, those people that can come step in and say, bro, yeah, you step stop back. Like, but it's like that and the shootings. Like, yeah, and the, the shootings too, like, and, like, and the, the streets. It seems like it's so much more. Like maybe there's more rappers. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, then, but it's like it seems like it's just rappers. Then it gets even crazier because you think some of these stories, like uh, uh, XX. Saskion with him getting was a shot outside of a like yeah, a car dealership, a motorcycle moped thing or something like that. And same thing with the uh, pop smoke, like he was out here. That was way set up, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't even like something from New York. That was something in yeah. the hills that that shouldn't be happening. That in. whole thing's fucking weird. Yeah, where the like the nine one one call came from New York, and you're like, yo. Yeah. Like, oh, I hear all that stuff in, what is it, West Ho- North Hollywood, wherever yeah. they're hanging out. You're like, it's not safe in Hollywood. Yeah, that's just crazy. Damn, in and the hills, Hollywood hills. And that's I, where I feel like, yeah, it's more dangerous now because then it was like, think about it. Like, when you really think about, like, how Biggie died and, like, especially with that, I don't know why Puffy agreed to that movie to be released. But um, <laughs> when you think about like like and notoriously set it up is that Biggie was just hanging out right after Tupac dies, was just hanging out in L.A. with no protection, no security. Says he doesn't need security, and he's just roaming around L.A. right at like not even six months after Tupac died. Why would you? That it's too hot. Why would you allow that? Yeah, why as Puff? Why would you allow that? As anybody? Like that's what gets me with Nipsey. I was like, what do you got? Like, I get it. He got up and went on his own. But it's like, someone should be in that yeah, store at all times. Yeah, there should always be Oh, I know you want to be alone and all, but sorry. Always be, should be somebody Can't watching. do that, Because though we don't want to admit it, there is always jealousy. There's always oh, hatred. Yeah. And there's always someone that, goes, that wants to take what you have, especially when you obtain something. And when they can't, when they can't obtain it themselves, their automatic instinct is to try to take it from you. So, like... With Biggie, it's like you're a big success. You're trying to celebrate your success. I grasp it. But you were in a place you didn't need to be without security or protection. Same thing with the the, the Tupac thing. They That's people just, that, love that was gangster shit. That it was all gangster into. shit, but it was really dumb because no, he, he involved himself in some shit. I don't no say that. In. That's Suge's fault. Suge should have been like, "Hey, get out of this." Yeah, you're Stop. not. You're not about this life. Why are you involving you yourself? You are the ship. You are the aircraft carrier, and we yeah. must protect you at all costs. You should not be in these streets doing shit that these these people actually live like. Um, now, here's an interesting thought. Remember back then in the '90s, they wouldn't allow these guys to do arenas because of the violence. Yeah. Now it's almost like they glorify the violence and start pressing a lot of these rappers who, quote-unquote, live that. 
Like that's what I seem to see. Like you're like, so oh, you, that guy you nothing feel to like it's, Now it's something where maybe they want to see us kill ourselves. Yeah, and I, I know that sounds was, like an outrageous thing to say, but I don't know. No one's doing it. anything to stop it. The machines are pushing I mean, it. Shit, like look at what happens outside of of hip hop, from from the Trayvon Martins to the uh, uh, George Floyd, uh, like everything. Like it's it's evident they don't give a fuck about us. Well, it's it's marketable. Yeah, sounds crazy, but <laughs> it's marketable. So I, I mean, it's not that far fetched, and I believe that's that is the re- the reality we live in. I guarantee you, there's people out there waiting on Takashi Six Nine to die, hoping. I just it know happens. the thing about him that I've talked to my coworkers about is the funny thing about Takashi is he keeps he's a troll, but. His troll exposes a lot of people's quote unquote gangsters because they'll talk all this shit in the world about what they'll do to Takashi, but he just keeps mm. keep going. It's, it doesn't change. I don't know who's he do that to. Uh, recently was Meek Mill, wasn't that? It? Don't count. I don't think that counts. Meek Mill got too much money to do that. It just that would be dumb. Like first of all, him he was dumb because he. I don't. I think a lot of him is. A lot of, uh, what are the kids saying these days? Cap? Yeah. Cap. But that's part of him marketing. Yeah. But like, I feel like I can see that. Like, cool, you might have sold drugs or whatever. You did these things. But you're not what you're portraying. I and feel I like I see think that. That's what I'm, I think uh, Takashi exposes that amongst the artists where people, they put on these fronts about how if they do this, if anyone crosses them, it's this. And it's like, no. But he ain't picking nobody who ain't making no money. Yeah. Go try it's that. It's smart. Yeah, because that's a game. It's like, very smart. But at the same <laughs> time, when you decide to react to it and counteract that, you have to realize it's going to it's gonna make people then look at you and go, all right, gangster, the guy that claims that like, this is what you're about. I think that's us. wrong, though. I think that's wrong. I feel like once you hit a certain point, if you hit that switch, there's going to be people on that side who go, hey, you did what you're supposed to. And then there's going to be people who be like, hey, man, but the, you messed the bag up. Let's pose this question. If Takashi pulled that shit with like the likes of Jay-Z, do you think Jay-Z's responding? But do you, no. And then you think if Jay-Z did respond, it would respond like how these other people do. It would never be public. No, Jay-Z wouldn't say a word to him. Yeah, he wouldn't say a word to him, but he might get touched. No, he would. Yeah. You don't have a billion dollars and go, <laughs> you think I'm not going to do anything about yeah. this? They don't have that money. Meek ain't got that money. I mean, I feel like he got enough enough uh, uh, quote unquote goons around him to um let somebody at least get touching and not get back to him. Well, you'd have to play it. You yeah. can't do like what's his name. I'm not saying the baby had anything to do with that shooting in Florida, <laughs> but it's like yo, yo man's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> he, you could pay for his lawyer and all that, but he going to jail, and it's like. Ugh. That's where that street shit has to go out. It's yeah. like, man, you have so much. You eating at a place I ain't never heard of. Yeah, I can't at, walk at, in at there. At the end of the day, yeah, you have to you have to um guard your uh your assets because why you you can't get so far up just to lose it all over some bullshit. Anyway, we went somewhere else, so we both agree that it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's more dangerous now than yes. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to comedy. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't never been too dangerous. Oh man! So we talked about hip hop today. We talked about the Lakers today. We talked about mental health, which is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy Pride Month. 
Um, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave this open ended for them because we'll use that question for people to. Uh, I heard an interesting conversation about OnlyFans and that being cheating. If you subscribe to an OnlyFans, that you're cheating. I would love to hear people's thoughts on that, and we can discuss. Uh, I'll say is. Um, being who the type of person I am, I am entirely too cheap to invest in OnlyFans. Well, they got free, free, free subscriptions. I there ain't nothing's free. No, it ain't free. It's like it might well be wallpaper, but (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think just because of how I am, I don't anything that costs money. I'm not interested in. I I feel you, especially when you every everything is attainable. Free, like if you oh, just yeah. Google search or uh, there's other avenues. For me, OnlyFans makes no sense just because of. So it's like strip club. Yeah, it's like a strip. It makes no sense. Like I, I get oh, why people when you can literally go around a back door and say, you know what, I can find this all sh- this shit for free. Why yeah. would you pay for it? So for me, maybe you're supporting cheating? somebody. I mean, <laughs> it's like a stripper. You're getting that through college. If if you invest, I don't think it's cheating, but I, at at the same token, I I don't see the point or effort in it. I don't think it's cheating necessarily. I just think it's dumb if you're gonna. Yeah, I get you. That's like the strip club. Yeah, why? It's a hundred percent like the strip club. Yeah. That means the strip club's cheating. If you can get it for free, I asked my wife that too, and she was just like, "Uh, were you conversating with the girls?" I'm like, "If you think that you are actually <laughs> talking to the girl." Then you have the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like you think this girl is gonna stop? Oh, hey, Ted, how you doing? Like, no, that is auto generated. <laughs> it's definitely just like the, like, like we said, going to a strip club. If you really believe that <laughs> she cares, she, about, she cares you. about you, if that money's not around, and you got some other issues you need to figure out, player. Oh man, yeah, we went around the world with that one. Um, I don't think I think it's all. <laughs> All, no, all, it's all included. It's all included. Yeah, I th- I definitely think it, it depends on the on the circumstance, but I don't think it's cheating. But at the same token, I don't. I'm not for it just because I'm not paying. Right? Yeah, you cheat. It, yeah, I'm cheap as fuck. I'm broke, so I I can't. <laughs> like, I'm like, Bleh. sorry, I accidentally like clicked one and it just, like, it's like free, and then like the next month it went to ten bucks. And my wife was like, who the fuck? Why'd you get a only fucking fans? I was like, oh shit, I forgot to delete it. Like, my bad. You mad at me for that shit. I'm sorry. I'm glad I wasn't drinking water when you said that. Shit, I would have spit all over this fucking oh, microphone. Oh, Lord. That was fun. That was fun. I look forward to these. And I hope you guys do too. Ooh, shit. Um, yeah, so give us your feedback. Let, you, let us know what you thought about today's podcast and the same token with everything that was asked like from the only fans to mental health to um uh quality over quantity and, and hip-hop and um, danger third verse all of it yeah all of it's important do you do you feel like the clippers are going to go any further than uh tomorrow which i don't damn um or rather the rest of the series it don't matter they can win the west they still got Brooklyn. Yeah, they still got Brooklyn so, to think about. They don't got to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Show up. <laughs> Get your hats. Get those hats from Somalia. Good for you, James Harden. <laughs> he's, he's earned it. 
Sweat Watch will be coming back to this and it'll be uh, Unto Takumpa. <laughs> the guy, I can't say his name. He's called Giannis. Can't say his name. All right, y'all. One love. Happy Pride Month. Yes. Uh, and As it's always. been real. As always, this is Stutter McFly and Kevin Wendell. And this is the Heavyweight Heavy Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, we said it together. I'm gonna, we're going to get this down. Yes, and um, we, we didn't sound like the Olsen twins this time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, y'all. Peace out. <laughs>